Let's go. Episode 24. 24 for Kobe Bryant. God bless Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace. Of the Winning Program Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dom Noirth, with... EJ, we're here. We're back, back after a long absence. What do you got to say about it, boss? Um, you know, college has been kicking our asses lately. Um, engineering for both of us is not too fun, so... Yeah, that's all I got to say. So, I go to GCU. What about you? you hey, why are you telling them where I go? I go to ASU. Yes, sir. Scary, scary times, you know. But we got to let the podcast listeners know. So. Yeah, we got to bring the podcast listeners back. So yeah, we're back know. after a little bit of an absence. We're here to talk about the new season of the NBA. The NBA has been great this year, bro. Like, um, Yeah, you've just been watching Tella. Yeah, I bought um, NBA League Pass. And his favorite team. I bought NBA League Pass on premium, you know. So it was like one thirty. I split it with my friend Jack, and now we just like. And I guess play, and it's like good deal. Yeah, we just we just watch like every game that we literally can. Sure. It's so fun. Good shit, Jack. I can watch any game that I want almost. So well, good stuff, Jack. We gotta have good. you on the podcast soon. Yeah, hey, Jack Atkinson, if you're listening, come back. We miss you. We're talking about your favorite team today, the Bucks. So but, what have you seen with the Bucks, my man? Well, we've seen Giannis, my man, go off. He's, like, obviously the top player. And then he has his role players, Drew Holiday, doing his thing. <laughs> role players? <laughs> Yo, chill. chill. And then Drew, Chris Ho- Drew Holiday is a... Chris Milton, Drew Holiday the is a star. He is not a role and player. And then Chris Milton, the shooter. Yeah, but Chris Milton's thing. been injured this year. And then Giannis, you know, in the pain beast. Yeah, we know. He basically runs the five, but he runs four. With Brooke Lopez. Giannis is unstoppable. And then Brooke Lopez, you know, he gets blocks. So, shit. <laughs> so they're obviously no, a good team. Dom said he gets blocks with like quotation fingers, basically. No, I Brooke didn't. Lopez I didn't is quotation fingers. He's literally he anchoring blocks. the best defense we've rebounds. ever seen since the 2008 Giannis. Celtics. Because Giannis. Yeah, because of Giannis and Brooke Lopez. They're anchoring the and best. And Drew team. Holiday, the Steeler. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, literally, um, just a few. I think it was just as of last week. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks were allowing just 88 points per pos- per 100 possessions, and that's like seven points better than league average, which is like insane. We've never seen defense like this for a long time, over a decade, and it's really interesting because we all know the Bucks scheme of the drop coverage and the pick and roll, um, and sometimes it does get exposed in the playoffs, but when it works, it's fucking unstoppable. It's really nice to see. They only give up low percentage shots, and you know, when you do that and you close out to shooters on the perimeter, you give yourself a really good chance of not letting other teams score. Obviously, yeah. Then, yeah, like you just said, that's that, that's gonna be a problem though. And their person here, and their personnel just makes it so good, you know, because as Dom said, with Drew Holiday, who's one of the best perimeter defenders in the league, if not the best, getting around screens. Then you have Giannis, who can literally guard any player in the league, and you have drop um, Brook Lopez in his drop coverage, protecting the rim, and just so much rebounding in this team, you know. You yeah, have, with Brook Lopez, Giannis. You have Giannis, Brook Lopez. You have Bobby Portis, oh, yeah. who's stepping into his own zone right now. The, the sixth man. Yeah, he's playing incredibly right now. <coughs> he's um, always been incredible for the Bucks. Yeah, six Bucks months. fans love Bobby Portis. You know, I wish the Suns could get him. <laughs> you wish the Suns could get him. I don't think the Suns need. They're, him. they're not gonna get enough. Too you, much guys depth. you guys aren't good enough. Too much depth. You guys aren't good enough. No, we're the best team in the West. The Lakers did not. 
They're not holding up expectations. Oh, okay. Since we just talked about the Bucks' incredible defense, tell me. No, no, tell me. About the Lakers. Who, who's, the, who's the best team in the West? I see the Phoenix Suns for sure. You say the Phoenix Suns. Talk to yeah. me. Tell me why. Well, I'm telling you why. I mean, it's because we have CP. We all know CP3. Chris Paul sucks. And then he's been out. We have a good six-man campaign. No, we don't like him. <laughs> he's good those at the one way he's out. Those are not championship. Those aren't championship level players. And then players. Devin Booker. And then DA on the rise. You know, getting his rebounds, getting his points, doing his thing. And then Mikael Bridges is becoming that second option scorer. He's playing yeah, very he's well. Yeah, he's playing good defense. Some the Lakers can't handle. Um, I I'm I forget I'm sorry to our listeners that um are hearing all these shots at the Lakers. I don't know where that's coming from. Um, you know Dominic thinks that the what you call them the Suns are the best team in the West, but it's because offense defense it's it's a well balanced team. You know personally, First I, I dis I disagree. Um, there are a lot of really? good teams out west, and I think that the Pelicans. Like the the Pelicans are the best team right now. No, really. I think that their combination of coaching and roster fluidity, their lineup fluidity is just real it's just different, you know? Like the only thing that this Pelicans team is missing for you can say is Shooting. a point guard. They yeah, don't have Jose. they don't have a, they don't have a true playmaking point guard. Jose Alvarado is really mid. He's mid, yeah. He's mid honestly. I won't even lie. Um, CJ McCollum, who runs point guard for them, he runs too. No, he runs. He starts at point guard. He's a great shooter, great scorer, but yeah. he's not the playmaker you need. You know. But they need that other guard. And it's not Jose. He's. But their playmaking good. hasn't been that bad because and cause Zion. of Zion. And then Valchunas, that good center. He is a very good center. You know, very good in the post. He's a three point threat at times. And then they're tied for second. Yeah. And yeah, I think they're in second place in the West. And, and then have... number one, we all know who it is: the winning program, Phoenix Suns. Oh my goodness, I'm talking <laughs> about the Pelicans right now. We don't care about the Suns, dude. But um, the Pelicans yeah, are do. Pelicans are a great rebounding team, and um, with the offense, the, the offensive players they have between McCollum, Brendan Ingram, Zion. True. Trey Murphy off the bench as a great shooter, and Jonas Valanciunas, you know, they have a really big shot to be one of the best teams in the West this year. But we saw last year, Suns beat them in a series, and it'll happen again. Yeah, of course. Um, You guys won last year without Zion, who is a top 15 player in the league when healthy. It's still going to be in six, because we still had problems, like Chris Paul, unhealthy. All right, Dominic, we'll stop (laughs) your Suns fandom right now. Let's be realistic. We'll be realistic. The Suns will probably win the West, or they're the favorites. Until, Never you, know see, what until you see Luca again. No, their first round exits. No, nah, until you see Luca again. Luca's been playing incredibly this year too. You know, it's been really fun to watch. That's him. just that happens once a year, like a fluke. What do you mean a fluke? This man is top five player in the <laughs> league. I'm saying beating us in the series. Yeah, he can score the points, but we'll beat him in the series if we play again. <laughs> in six. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I mean, shit happens. So like, one team lose one year. So Suns will win again. Redemption tour. You guys have never won a championship. As we won a conference championship. As long as conference as long as Chris Paul is on that team, there's not going to be an NBA championship for the Phoenix Suns, in my opinion. We had a conference championship. They don't have a superstar. They're not good enough. Well, you we we had a conference star. championship, Chris Paul. Yeah, you didn't have a superstar. And what happened in the finals? Well, Giannis he beat us. Yeah, Giannis beat you. I know. And then Luke I mean, it's just great because we could have four them. If we swept them, you, you'd be quiet right now. Yeah, if you swept them, but you didn't. I could say, oh my goodness, if LeBron had 10 rings, 
He'd be the GOAT, but he doesn't have 10 rings. No, the Suns will beat him in the series again. Oh, yeah, whatever, (laughs) whatever. But, um, so I guess that's our feelings on, um, the The top teams in the West, you know. I'm feeling the Pelicans right now. I think they have all the tools to be competitive in any series. Right now, what would you say, Game 7 series? Out of 7 series? Suns Pelicans like this. Right now, I give it to the Pelicans. I give it to Suns. No one can guard G Zion on that team. You know, he bring (laughs) DeAndre Aiden is scared of Giannis. Zion is almost as mean as Giannis. Well, we got D A McHale. He can steal from him. Anyways, and then Jack Londale. All right, guys. Guys, I'm so sorry for the Phoenix Suns fan over here. No, he's just trolling. He's just trolling. And then Biombo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, man. And then we have Chris Paul, Devin Booker, the offensive, the offense on the team, scoring threes. One thing that's been really interesting I think this season, they can season, easily win the title. One again. thing that's been really interesting this season is the Golden State Warriors struggle right off the championship. You know, um, obviously we all saw the misfortune that happened between Draymond Green and um, Jordan Poole. The big punch to the face. Remember that? Yeah, in, the, in like the preseason. Yeah, that was yeah. The Draymond good. punched. Jordan Poole, Draymond's, you know, team chemistry's off. They hate each other. Right right after that, the Warriors extended Jordan Poole and extended Andrew Wiggins. But not and, Draymond. And now they haven't extended Draymond. And now this team is suffering, you know. In their championship years, the Golden State Warriors weren't only known, they were not only known as a dynamic offense, but actually as one of the best defenses in the league. And right now, their starting lineup is great defensively. But once you make one substitution and the bench comes on, their defense is atrocious. And a lot of this actually has to do with Draymond Green and Klay Thompson. Both of them are a step slower. And frankly, to put it, they look washed. Yeah, they do look washed. Time, like, time has a tail. Age, age gets everyone. That injury really got but to yeah, Klay Thompson. Yeah, Steph, Clay. That injury to Clay Thompson is yeah. Man, that was it, man. He's done. I don't think he's coming back. Like, in my opinion, he's the third greatest shooter of all time behind Ray Allen and Steph Curry. But um, I think we, Ray Allen's top. Yeah, number Steph two. Steph Curry over. Me. No, no, Ray Allen's number two. Right. Yeah, yeah. But um, sorry about that. No, nah, you're good. But um, yeah, Clay Thompson and Draymond Green just a step too slow right now, and this Warriors team is struggling. And on top of that, James Wiseman, the number two overall pick in the 2020 draft, was actually sent down to the G League just about a week ago. So how was that for a turn of events? Looking like a bust. You know, they thought that they could build around him with Curry and mm-hmm. like They thought that he would fit right into the mold of the team, but Kevon Looney's still getting playing minutes over him. Kevon Looney is performing really well. I think Looney has the highest plus minus on the Warriors team right now, and James Wiseman has the lowest, you know. So it's just a tale of experience, and, um, you know, James Wiseman just doesn't have it yet. And let's hope that this is just something relative to the Jordan Poole situation, because if you guys don't remember, Jordan Poole was actually sent down to the G League a few years ago, too, by the Warriors, and he's come back, and, and we, all see, we all know how good he is now. So let's just hope that something like that happens for James Wiseman and the Warriors or he will be a pretty bad bust. Yeah, where he can come back in the G League and come the league ball out. And then Jordan Poole, good shooter. Yeah, Warriors are they look like a good team, but injuries catch up to him. They're 9-10, 10th ten, in the West. Not good enough. Nope. Not good enough. And something similar is happening with the Miami Heat. 
Over the offseason, they lost P.J. Tucker to the 76ers in free agency. And P.J. Tucker is a very solid defender um, and a good three-point shooter. He fit Miami Heat culture very well, the defense and everything. But this Miami team just looks a little short, you know. Kyle Lowry isn't getting any younger. We all know Jimmy Butler is incredible in the playoffs, but he doesn't do much in the regular season. You can only ask for so much from Tyler Hero off the bench as, as, he's, sure. as he's developing into a star, an all-star. Like, he may not become an all-star because of the amount of talent in the East, but he's definitely a player that can put up 20 points per game, and he's good for that, right? But one thing that the Miami Heat have struggled with this year is defense. And that defense is normally led by Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, right? Yeah. Yep, it's true. But, you know, Bam hasn't actually been doing that well, and it's been kind of surprising to see. I remember I saw a stat a few weeks ago. Well, not a few weeks ago, a few days ago, if I can find it real quick. It's still kind of early in the season. The teams are making adjustments. Whatnot. Yeah, of course. We'll see if they improve. Hopefully they do. But Yeah, I would hope they yeah, improve, Yeah, Bam too. is on the downfall. Yeah, Bam hasn't been playing well at all. Um, I need to see. It might be in my re- Twitter replies. And then Hero's a good six-man. Like, he's one six-man. Yeah. So, um, people have been saying that Bam hasn't had a good start to the season, and I completely agree with this because as of a week ago about, Bam was giving up about 71% field goal percentage to the opponents that he's defending, which is atrocious, right? Yeah. While this could be a little skewed because Miami does run, I think, the most zone defense in the NBA, it's still alarming to say that your quote-unquote best defender, who's also a top-five defender in the league, is giving up over 70% field goal percentage to his opponents. And, I mean, it is skewed because Miami plays a lot of zone, but he hasn't been elite defensively this year. And pairing that with the fact that he hasn't improved his offensive game at all, he's being a little questioned right now because he's not helping the team enough as a super, not a superstar, but as a star player should a star player should be doing, you know. Like an all-star. You have Jimmy Butler as a superstar. You have a star in Bam Adebayo around him. You have a very good player in Kyle Lowry. And you have a very good player in Tyler Hero. And hoping that the players around them can contribute. Um, I still believe in this Miami Heat team, mainly because Jimmy Butler in the playoffs is incredible. And yeah. Eric Spolstra is literally the greatest offensive coach ever. He can make good defense out of nothing. Um, Last Friday night, I think, I sat down and I watched Miami Heat play with seven active players. None of of the first seven players in their their lineup played except, like, Kyle Lowry. It was Kyle Lowry, Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, and G League players. Straight G League players. And those guys took um, the... Washington Wizards to overtime and won- lost by like two points. They played really well, and that's because of Spolstra's incredible coaching and the belief that he gives in his players. So I do believe in Miami, but they definitely have to turn stuff around really quickly. Yeah, we saw Spolstra. You know, he won rings with you know the super team, big three. Yep, he had LeBron and, then, and Wade. And then yeah, they went back to the championship in the bubble year. Yep, twenty twenty. So yeah, he has a good offensive mind coach, but a defensive mind coach. Offense. His offense sucks. In my no, like in my opinion, Miami Heat's offense is like the most in ugly defense. thing to watch. Like Eric Spoelstra may be like one of the best defensive coaches ever, but when I watch their offense, I cry, man. It's so yeah. It's, their offense right now, their offense good. sucks, bro. But it should be good. They have shooters. Like they have Hero. 
have Lowry. And that's a funny thing, right? They have shooters, right? And Butler, and like, I mean, Butler's out. If I go back to last season, they were one of the best three-point shooting teams in the regular season, right? But when you get to the playoffs, something just breaks down, you know? I don't know if it's because the lineup's changing, not playing the shooters because he wants more defense on the court or something like that. But, um, you know... They just don't translate to the playoffs that well, and that's why Jimmy Butler normally has to carry the team in the playoffs. Um, Duncan Robinson is getting paid like 16 mil a season. He's never, he's like not playing, so really interesting to see, you know. Yeah, he's supposed to be a three-point shooter. Off the and he hasn't been that good lately. Uh, We're starting. Who's starting? No, I, Duncan Robinson, does he usually start? I don't think so. I think it's like, I think they go Lowry, I think they go something like Lowry, um, Struce, Butler, someone, and then Bam. Yeah, something like I think Struce can trade it. Really? He's been making me mad, though. Like, the, every Miami Heat game I watch, Max Struce has, like, a terrible yeah, game. Yeah, and Jay Crowder might get traded. Yeah, Jay Crowder, yeah, that's true. Jay Crowder is actually still in Phoenix. It was rumored that he was getting traded last week, um, last week, Wednesday night. It seemed like the Suns had made a trade up their sleeves and a lot of Bucks fans were getting excited. They thought he was going to Milwaukee. But we still haven't seen anything about Jay Crowder. And he's a big player for any contending team because he can play defense and he can shoot the ball occasionally. So what if he goes to the Lakers? Any team team. could use him. Um, There are only only a few teams in the league, I think, that have the trade package that the Suns would actually want for Jay Crowder, you know? So... It's very interesting to see where he goes because he could definitely help a lot of teams. Miami would really love to get Jay Crowder back. He was a big part in their run to the 2020 finals. Yeah. And then a big run in the Suns finals. Yep. This is the one we should have won. But you didn't. Some BS. You still cry about that every night? <laughs> no. It's, a, it's okay. It's okay. Not at all. But I think this year, I mean, every team comes back. And they're looking like a top contender in the West. Yeah, they they look good in the regular well, the season. Heat, the Heat are supposed to be good on both sides of the ball, and they're just mid. The Suns are better, period. Okay, yeah, the Suns are playing better right now, but, you know, we'll see how everything goes in the playoffs. Um, I'm really excited for this season. We'll see how this and one thing that I've been really looking into is who's winning MVP right now, you know? Like, we've had so many good players yeah, just come out and have great starts to the season. Like Dom just said, Luka. Um, Embiid, of course. And Giannis. Giannis always, you know. I think those are the biggest names right now. And then AD, the dark horse. Oh, AD is, man, if the Lakers were actually winning games, then maybe. But I think he should definitely be in the defensive player of the year race. He's getting 12 boards a game. Just because he's literally carrying that defense single-handedly. 12 boards a game? That's a lot. That's really good, yeah. Um, I saw something on Joel Embiid. Yeah, he's getting a lot, too. He's usually like the 30-10 guy. Joel Embiid is actually first in free throws attempted per minute in NBA history, I believe. Is it per minute? Yeah, yeah. Embiid's... In NBA history. Think about that. This man is getting to the line at an unprecedented level, even more than Shaq did when Shaq was getting hacked all the time. Embiid's going to the free throw line point three one times per minute, and... Shaq only went point two seven times. And peak James Harden, like the James Harden that everyone was complaining. He's oh true. my goodness, he only goes and shoots free throws. Harden was averaging point two five. So the fact that Embiid shoot averaging over point three free throws per minute is crazy to say the least. Yeah, but he's yeah, he's been crazy scoring the ball. 
Then defensively, he can break down. And defensively, he's leading the 76ers to actually... Right now, the 76ers actually have the best defense in the league over the last 10 games. And then Matisse Thibel. Matisse Thibel is a very good perimeter defender, but he still sucks on offense, so... Yeah, but defending. Yeah, yeah, defending is good, but he still sucks on offense, you know? And then Maxi's out. Yeah, Maxi and Harden are both injured right yeah, now, so the 76ers are relying strictly on Embiid. And if he keeps on putting numbers up like he did versus Utah the other night, remember the 59-point game? Yeah. He see. could actually finally win himself that MVP. And then they have Trez. That he believes he's deserved for the last two years. The Sixers have Trez, right? He's not good. Yeah, he's good off the bench. I don't care. He wants six, man. He's not good. He's good, like, good six, man. He's mid. He's not as good as... But he's a good six-man. He's not as good as Tyler Hero as six-man. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think that... um, I don't know who's actually winning the six-man of the year. Yeah, well, let's look this up. We have, our, we have the laptops up. Yeah. We're showing in uh, my studio today. Yeah, let's see. Winning program studio. But yeah, thank you for Is listening. Is supposed to be like the race tracker or something? I think so. Yeah. Um, so, Karis LeVert, Jordan Clarkson, oh, yeah, Clarkson. Obi Toppin, um, yeah, what Cam the Johnson Jazz? was there before he got injured. What about the Jazz? I mean, everyone thought they're taking their... Oh, like, yeah, the Jazz team. have been insane. But With Lori Markin and I think Clarkson. the Jazz are the type of team that, you know, they might do really well in the regular season, you know. When the playoffs will fold. Um, but in the playoffs will fold, kind of like the 2015 Atlanta Hawks. You know, I think they were the number one seed in the East, but we all knew that once they saw Cleveland, they were going to get their ass beat. And that's exactly what happened. But um, what other people are also saying is that the Jazz front office is letting these players play and get their getting their value up right now, so that soon they can ship them all off for first round picks, draft picks, and then they can tank for the rest of the season. So either way, it's just been an incredible move by the Utah Jazz organization because they got rid of Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. They kept a good team, and if they trade this team. They want to have an even better future, you know. So yeah, with f- it's a just bunch been, of future picks. Yeah, it's just been perfect. And there's still wins, so. With but them. yeah, man, it's been a great start to the NBA season. You know, a lot of big things happening. It's really exciting to watch. Um, you know, Luca's going off, and Bead's going off. We're seeing the Suns win. Giannis is going off. It's really nice to see all these top players. It's really nice to see one team on top of the West. This man, the Suns fan, I, I don't think the Suns are going to make it far. Um, They'll make it a few rounds at least. No, I think they're like a, se- I think they're a second round exit this to year. Finals. Because I don't think they're as good as they were last year. I don't Is think the Suns... players? I don't, yeah, the Suns aren't as good as they were last year, in my opinion. They're, they're beating teams though. Like they beat the Lake Show recently. It's not a flex to beat the Lakers right now. <laughs> it's because LeBron's out. Yeah, yeah, when LeBron comes and back. And then AD's carrying. Yeah, when LeBron comes back and this team has more time to feel each other, they, we'll know, we'll know. But um, also, Russell Westbrook, sixth man of the year. Talk to me nice. Talk to me nice. Russell Westbrook. Well, he lost his starting job, but now he's sixth man. Sixth man of the year. Talk to me nice. 